Barry John is my guest of the day, a theater doy and an acting guru. Hey, wonderful to see you. How are you? I hope the family and you are safe and healthy and you've got both your vaccines, Barry. Indeed, yes. Uh, in Dharamshala, before I came, I just recently come to Mumbai. I have no family apart from a very loyal Nepali guy who does all my cooking and cleaning and stuff. So, yeah, that's just the two of us. And we're Wonderful. Well. Thank you. Wonderful. Now, I'm going to start with, you know, taking you back to your origins in India. I mean, I know it's a long time ago, but the idea is not just to talk about your courses and things like that, but also to, you know, learn from your life. I believe you came to India in the late 60s and it wasn't so much to do with acting, but training teachers in English. And this was Bengaluru. So would you jog back your memory and talk about that? <laughs> Indeed, yes. Uh, it was It was an excuse. It was more, in fact, as much, I should say, what I was running away from I was trying to be a drama teacher in in the UK and uh, it was such a new subject that uh, nobody had time for me or for the work that I was doing. They thought I made too much noise, basically. So I happened to see this ad which was asking for teachers to, to come to India uh, on this English language uh, program. The governments of the four southern states were hoping to improve the standards of English teaching. So that, that's what I joined initially for a year, but then it became two years. And then it's been what? Another 50 something years. And suddenly it's 50 <laughs> odd years. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I imagine that finally, you know, you ended up doing what you wanted to do. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm given to understand that initially it was quite exciting because you were actually going around training theater groups in schools or rather going from school to school to try and build their dramatic societies. A little bit about that, please. Well, it's a matter of making ends meet in India because, as you know, uh, I mean, nobody comes to India to get rich by doing theater. So uh, you earn peanuts if you're lucky, if you're not in debt. So, uh, yeah, I got this uh, opportunity to shift to Delhi from Bengaluru. And uh, there I joined a theater company. But then I was soon out of work. That company closed down. I mean, it was shunted out of the theater we were in after a year. So then I was fortunate to find a space at the YMCA where I could live uh, in return for some work. And then and started teaching in schools, uh, doing college productions, whatever it is, which earned me the money I needed to stay alive. Anybody who's familiar with theater in Delhi and theater in this country has to acknowledge Tag's legacy. For those of you living under a rock or listening to this or watching this, uh, Tag is Theater Action Group, which is basically Barry John's theater company, which ran for almost three decades. The formation of Tag, let's have that. Was it exciting or just something that happened very naturally? Naturally, you know, I, I view my life as a series of chance happenings. Nothing was ever planned. I never expected to spend my life in India. I came for one year initially, got extended to two years. Then, like I said, I went to Delhi and suddenly 50 years have gone by. So uh, how did tax? Well, I, in doing these college productions, I met a very wonderful group of very talented young actors, people like Siddharth Basu, Rajiv Mehrotra, Ravi Dubey. Uh, in Lady Sri Ram College, there was uh, Lilet Dube and Abha Sood. And so, uh, there were, I can't remember the whole list at this point, but uh, I was working with a group called Yatrik, which was, uh, which was good. It was a well-established group, but then was not doing anything that was very exciting, you know, or 
on the edge, avant-garde, which was what I was interested in. And so were this group of young people. So we started TAG in 1973. And it lived to a ripe old age of 28, uh, 25, sorry, in 1998. We, well, I disbanded it because I, it had had a good life and I didn't think it, uh, uh, you know, there comes a point where you really have to be pushing things too much. Uh, what we did in those 25 years happened quite naturally and organically and was wonderful. But it came to an end. And Barry, th these were times when one, one is talking about theatre infrastructure. I mean, you could still argue that theatre infrastructure in terms of numbers of, uh, you know, theatres uh, still, uh, you know, uh, have that have plays on view is still only a handful. If yes. I remember correctly, there was Kamani Auditorium in Delhi. There was the Sriram Centre and maybe the, uh, you know, the NSD. And and the, these were, I imagine, your your primary venues, you know, three or four of them, unless you were traveling and touring. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, the Sriram Center, you missed out. Yes, uh, I, I said Sriram Center. So the Sriram Center, the Kamani, and maybe, and maybe the National School of Drama. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Well, are you from Delhi? May I ask? I, I went to college. I went to Kirorimal College. So, uh, ah, yeah. That's so, how you know I, it so well. Yeah, I know. I, so, I spent three years there. Uh, unfortunately, I never had the, the good fortune of working uh, with with you or with TAG. It was after, you know, the demise of TAG, as it were. But, but let's come to the National School of Drama. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's still looked upon as a mecca. At least, you know, those were the glory days. And apparently, you taught and directed plays there. Were you assistant professor of Western Drama? Your years at, at the, the National School of Drama. That's please. right, yes. Uh, initially, I, I was invited by Ibrahim Al-Khazi, who was the director at that time, uh, just to invite you to come and do a workshop because I'd made a bit of a name for myself in the work that I had done in those few years. But then, of course, he, uh, he resigned. He was virtually pushed out, sadly. And uh, Bibi Karnats took over as director. I was invited onto the faculty then, which I managed to do for three years. It's a government institution, so it has its ups and downs and uh, anxieties and problems, uh, as you might imagine. Yeah, so uh, I was there. I was professor of Western drama for three years and then left. But invited, I, was, I went back again in 1989, to, uh, which was even more exciting, actually, to start a TIE company, a theater in education company, which is, you know, using drama and theater studies aimed at schools, principally, to see theater as a part of a, any child. Not that you're making actors out of everyone, but it's just a very powerful uh, method of education, which is good for anyone whether you wish to be an actor or a doctor or an engineer or whatever. Yeah, that's, a, that's a very telling comment. Mm -hmm. I want to come to your, your own acting school. Again, it was short-lived. I'm given to understand that you founded the Imago Media Company, and that eventually led to the establishment of the Imago Acting School. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, you started in Noida and then Delhi and then That's Mumbai. Right. Where does that stand right now? Just take me through the journey of that, please. Well, yes, we. Uh, I started with a friend, a partner, as a business project. We started in a, an old, uh, an empty film studio in Noida. Noida has a, a film city, as you might know. Not that there was much filmmaking going on there, it, and be, it became a news center more than anything else. From there, we were again shunted out. Someone uh, bought the studio and we were shunted out. We shifted to South Delhi, near Saket. And, uh, and again, the government was in the business of uh, shifting businesses out of areas which were demarked as 
residential. So again, we were in fear for our life in that place and then thought about coming to Mumbai, which we did eventually. But that that doesn't exist anymore, the Barry John Acting Institute, the acting studio? It, it's, yeah, strange to say because I resigned from that company and there's... Uh, there's some dispute going on about, you know, the validity of the company that remains, the management who still uh, exploit my name and, uh, and those that I have taught in their publicity. But that's the way it is at the moment. I can't afford to take anyone to court, sadly, but I'm just hoping to establish myself now once again in Mumbai. Okay, if, uh, just to clarify this, we're putting it out there for those of you who are uh, listening or watching. Uh, the Barry John Acting Studio is not something that Barry John runs as of now. And right. he's, he's just clarified that. So for those of you who think that you might be enrolling and you know you will see Barry on the floor there helping you with your acting career, that's not the case. What is, however, happening is the Free Birds Collective. Barry has been joined by, you know, to quote a famous uh, Hollywood film, A Few Good Men and Women. <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about the Free Birds Collective, Barry. Well, it's, it's a new startup. Uh, in the meanwhile, and during the pandemic, I, happened, I had the good fortune to be in Dharamshala, a nice, quiet, healthy place to be in during a pandemic. And have only recently, like I said, come back to Mumbai. But then we're in the business. We actually started with some online courses which was strange to me because I didn't, even, I didn't believe that acting could be taught online. But uh, we experimented and we actually did a few courses. And it, there is a certain amount of work that can be done online, not to the full extent, of course, that actors need, but nonetheless. And now we're just venturing into staging our first uh, offline courses, three months, a regular three month full time uh, course here in Aramnagar, where I live also. Okay, so this is Aramnagar in Versova. Right. We're going to give you details up ahead about, uh, you know, these are in-person workshops in a hired space and, of course, a, a full-time course that we're going to just uh, just tell you about. So, essentially, it's a three-month offline, which is on-ground, full-time diploma course. Uh -huh. And what can people, I imagine it's pretty intensive. I imagine it's pretty comprehensive. And are you covering both theater as well as film education? That's right. It's 50-50 uh, design to the course. We begin with theatre because uh, worldwide, theatre is acknowledged as giving people the best grounding in acting that there is. Uh, essentially, because when you come to film, it's a whole different ball game altogether, particularly for the actor. The way films are made is quite different from the way that plays are made. So, uh, I mean, I, I always have the attitude that theatre is very actor-friendly uh, because you begin at the beginning of a play, you work steadily through the script uh, until you can have in the position to have run-throughs and, and, and the actor gains con uh, confidence in, uh, in, a, in a natural way. But in film, it's not like that. Uh, you may not rehearse at all. In so many films, you are called to the set on the first day of your shoot. And you don't know any of the other characters including your own family members in the story. So, and the first scene that you shoot is not necessarily your first scene in the script because films are shot location-wise, generally speaking. There's so many people involved, such a large amount of luggage 
in terms of lighting and cables and sound equipment and then costumes and so on and so forth, which have to be. And then a small army of people as well. So naturally, all the scenes which are happen in one location, they are shot, whether they're at the beginning of the story, in the middle, or at the end of the story, which doesn't make life easy for the actor. You know? Anyway, there are these particular issues that an actor has to confront in contemplating working in film, which, which many young people are not even aware of. So I'm given to understand that it's a three-month uh, diploma course. You yeah. run it from the 15th of November till just before Christmas. I think just before Christmas Day, you wrap. And then you come back in January again, Barry, yeah. uh, to run from January to February. And we're talking Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So everybody listening, yeah. don't come in there and say it's a part-time thing and I have to go to the office and I will join you in the evening because no, you've it, got to be there through the day. Yeah, right? Yes, indeed. It has to be that intense. It has to otherwise... Uh, you know, the, the work doesn't get done and the sense of growth doesn't happen amongst the students if, you know, if it's just part-time. Fair enough. Now, there is an email. I'm going to run it through you twice. If you want to enroll for this particular Freebirds Collective three-month full-time diploma course with Barry John, contact at thefreebirdscollective.com. Contact at the rate, the free birds. So it's a plural birds collective.com. So please drop in a mail and, uh, you know, see if you can get yourself into this course. 15th November is when they kick off. I know you're not a big fan of, um, of school, schools of acting. You know, when you go to America and in the, in the, in the West, they always talk about the, uh, the method acting technique and, you know, Lee Strasberg and Stella Adler and Michael Chekhov. Of course, yeah. the Barry John school of acting itself is, is a school. You're a modest man. You might not, uh, you might not want to talk about that, but I'm just saying, why have you consciously stayed away from labeling your method as being part of any of this? Well, actually, I haven't. I've I've uh, made attempts to teach uh, Meisner, Meisner's work, as well as uh, somebody called a more recent uh, chap is called Stephen Book. Okay. Him is more approachable, more useful, because uh, he uh, he was a student of somebody that that uh, that I learned a lot from uh, earlier on in life. Based and the work is based on a lot on improvisation. You know, the trouble with the other stuff is it's it's so teacher oriented. You know, uh, without a teacher, you feel you can't learn anything in that process. A lot of lecturing, a lot of, you know, cerebral stuff going on. And uh, when you do scene work, you do improvisations or scene work based on texts. The, you are reliant upon the teacher to give you feedback. That's, that's their process. You know, well, I believe, you know, everything you do, I, I don't lecture at all. Every day of the course is fully uh, experiential physical work because that's what the job is, you know. It's not about how clever you are or intellectual you are, how much you know about Stanislavski or whatever. It's what you can do, how clever and skilled you are in the business of taking on characters and then working with other characters and transforming yourself into what the story requires of you. Again, you're a, a low-profile man caught in a high-profile profession. I know that you, 
<laughs> you don't like to brag about your celebrity students, but I, I have some information to give you. I mean, just as recently as last month, when I was interviewing Manoj Bajpayee for his latest movie, you know, they do these promotionals on on television and the radio and things like that. Right. And I said to him, I said, Manoj, I, I believe you know you started your career doing theater with Act One, and he went on record to correct me, and he said. That's incorrect. I said. He said. I I learned from Barry, and you know, I still consider him my guru. So there, there's Manoj Bajpayee, who is one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is somebody like Shahrukh Khan, who again, of course, he hasn't had a recent movie release. But the last time I spoke to him, I did ask him about you know uh, how uh, what would his you know his origins. Everybody talks about the television and the forgy and this and that, but he does say that you know very openly that he he did English theatre with you. And we want to just talk to me about Manoj and Shahrukh. Because they're so different uh, from each other, I don't know what they were year uh, were as younger men, <laughs> but they've gone on to really make names for themselves. Yeah, well, th- that's what I was referring to earlier. That a good education for an actor brings out the character, the personality of the actor concerned. You know, they're not. There's no mold you put people into. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to produce Barry John clones. None of them act like me when I do act, which is not very often anymore. Manoj uh, is a particular, a particularly interesting case because he came hardly speaking English. He came from his village in Bihar to Delhi, the big city, to do college, but he hardly ever attended college. He was so busy doing theatre workshops and, and plays, and and more than that, he uh, we were all in the business, like I said earlier, of finding the money to pay our rent and and stay alive. So uh, he joined me in the business of working with children in schools and in the social work projects that we did to the extent that he was able to take on projects himself independently. He did a wonderful play with, uh, with a school group, which ultimately he called Chuck Review. I mean, it, there wasn't a script. He evolved the script with the kids, you know, so he was that skilled and that talented. And I don't know, it's, it's difficult to make actors understand that the more you know of life, the more you work out in life with other people. That's also, that's more important than Stella Adler or uh, Meisner, you know, the business of learning more about life, more about people and their circumstances, how they behave. That's what your study is as an actor. It wasn't quite the same with Shahrukh uh, because Shahrukh came... Uh, well, he, he was a, a very good student. He went to a, a, one of the best schools in Delhi for boys. And uh, I don't know much. I don't, think he, it, I don't think he took college very seriously because he was so busy into acting by then. And not only theater with me, but then eventually uh, he got opportunities uh, in television. Suddenly he became very popular and uh, that, that made his road to Mumbai so easy and, and successful. Yeah. But um, the, the, the difference between them is, is just that. I mean, you have this boy from Bihar, from a village in Bihar. You've got Shahrukh who came from a pretty well-off kind of South Delhi colony. I mean, he, many years before I ever had a car, Shahrukh was roaming around in a car often giving us lifts home after rehearsals and so on and so forth. So, but he was very dedicated. Shah Rukh is, above all things, very hardworking, very devoted to what he does. He loves what he does. And, but then so does Manoj. Manoj has worked so hard, it's unbelievable, and come through a great financial and, and 
other kinds of struggles. Even here in Mumbai as an actor, it's not been easy for him to reach, I mean, to achieve what he has achieved and which we all congratulate him for by now. So both of them are very interesting, both uh, coming from different backgrounds, following different routes, but both both of them achieving what they wanted to achieve as actors. You get the odd WhatsApp or the text from them <laughs> saying, hi, Barry, how are you? Yeah, well, not Shahrukh, uh, be, frankly, because, well, he's on another planet. I, sure, you know, yeah. There's no connection anymore, really. With Manoj is very close still. Yeah, we still meet each other. We share time together. I watch as many of his films as I can. He often, if it's in, if there's a, what do you call it? A, a preview a of a film, a preview, yeah. then invites me, uh, which, uh, which can be a lot to take. Uh, the last film that I was at a screening of his was uh, Aligarh, yeah. which was, oh, it was such an emotionally uh, moving piece that I, 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 after watching it, I couldn't speak, not even to him. I had tears in my eyes. And I said, I'll just speak to you later, boss, you know, and sent him a long email uh, later on, congratulating him for such, I mean, I, I just suddenly realized how much he's matured as an actor. You know, it's not a typical Bollywood role at all. That yeah. professor that he plays, university professor he plays in Aligarh, such a quiet, introverted man. And But he was completely into it. It's so believable. I Hats off to him. He's come a long way, baby. <laughs> well said. <laughs> and, uh, and deserves it. And there are your students who've gone on to make names for themselves in, in parallel careers. I mean, for example, Babu, Siddharth Basu, you know, who would have thought directing I, KBC? Yeah, Cape Conbenega Karodpati, Sanjoy Roy has gone on to, to organize the Jaipur Literature Festival. Meera Knight is an Oscar nominee, for God's sake. I, I imagine she was in Miranda House when, when she was working with you. I That's don't know. Right, right, yeah. So, you know, when you look back at, at Siddharth Basu and Meera Nair and Sanjoy Roy and what they've achieved in not necessarily acting, it must make you, it must, you know, please you a lot. But this, this refers back to what I was saying earlier, that this, this, it's such a powerful educational medium. We're not training people to be actors, but through the force of discovering yourself, having belief and confidence in yourself, finding your voice in, in terms of being able to speak out for what you believe in. It's, well, there you are. That's the proof that you can go into any area, any, any profession in life and, uh, and make a difference. Wonderful. Barry John, it's been an absolute pleasure. I wish, I wish the Freebirds Collective, as well as yourself, all the best. And uh, may more uh, students flourish under you. And I look forward to meeting you face to face very, very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Yeah. Bye bye.